to the Ortho Eval Pal podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 252 of the Ortho Eval Pal podcast. I'm your host, Paul Marquis, and today's topic is going to be the shoulder apprehension, relocation, and shoulder release tests. We're going to talk about why we perform these tests, how to perform the tests, the tissues that are affected, and when a positive test may not be so positive and so much more. But if you don't mind holding for a moment, we're going to hear a word from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by MedBridge. Harnessing the power of technology to help you advance your career and improve patient outcomes, MedBridge delivers over 2,000 evidence-based CE courses and more than 7,000 specialized patient exercises available whenever you need them from wherever you are. MedBridge goes beyond CEUs. They're leading the space. From interactive webinars led by top industry leaders to the first ever HEP patient mobile app, MedBridge has taken learning to the next level for over 200,000 PTs, OTs, ATs, SLPs, and nurses, and those they serve. For a limited time, use promo code OEP to receive $175 off your annual subscription. You go into clinic every day to practice at the top of your license and provide the best care to your patients. Yet, four out of five orthopedists say that note-taking is interfering with patient care. Robin is here to change that. Robin provides ambient virtual scribing that's designed exclusively for orthopedics. Its Robin Assistant device ambiently captures your visits, so you can focus on patients, and Robin Virtual Scribes can deliver more complete clinical notes and codes to your EHR. Visit robin.co slash OEP. That's robin.co slash OEP to learn more. Welcome back, everyone. So we've had another beautiful day in Northern Maine. It is just so nice right now. Um, we've been out taking our next walk, and, uh, you know, we're making applesauce and canning string beans and doing all that nice stuff we do in Northern Maine at this time of year, and it's just been absolutely wonderful outside. Um, and uh, today, what I want to do is I want to get right to why we do certain special tests. I want to talk about the apprehension test, the relocation test, and the shoulder release test. Now, I'm not sure why they didn't just turn this all into one test. Uh, I think this is just, you know, more about documenting more tests to do the same thing. And to be honest with you, um, I've been doing the apprehension test for over 30 years now and just happened to add the relocation test and learned about it later. And then I was also doing the shoulder release test, which I learned about later and just did it as part of my exam. Because when you look at the selective tissue tension testing, which we've talked about in the past, really that's what this is all about. We just put some names to it. But sometimes it's easy just to kind of put some sort of order in your head about how you do your evaluation and, um, and, and what that means as you, you know, go through that exam. So what are we testing for when we're doing these tests? We're testing for anterior shoulder instability. Now, warning, you need to be careful when you're performing these tests. You need to do these slow and easy. Um, the patient uh, obviously has uh, gone through a lot of discomfort before they come to see you, and uh, maybe they have dislocated that shoulder, maybe they subluxed it, but they've had some sort of discomfort with this, and you really don't want to flare this up or actually dislocate them or sublux them again. Um, so the other thing you need to remember is that if this patient has been to the emergency department after an injury and had some x-rays, identified that they had an anterior shoulder dislocation, they had it reduced, 
you really don't need to be going through these tests just for the heck of it, okay? So you understand that it has been dislocated. You don't want to strain those tissues again. Um, but maybe you are um, the, the first person they come to see after they've taken a tumble. Maybe they fell off their bike, strained their shoulder really badly. It's just not getting better. Maybe they, um, they saw their PCP and they've referred them over to you for an orthopedic evaluation. Or um, maybe they've come to see you as a direct access patient. So you might be the first one doing a clinical exam. So then these tests are appropriate. Okay. So what is the anatomy that is affected when you have an anterior shoulder dislocation? Well, you need to remember that, you know, these tissues, this anterior capsule, your subscapularis help to prevent the, the anterior migration of your humeral head in the glenoid. Um, and the other structures that help to support this are the labrum. Okay, which helps to just increase the depth of that glenoid. Remember that that glenohumeral joint is inherently unstable, you know, no different than a, a golf ball on a tee. It's really not there supporting it except for a very small cup. There's also a small suctioning effect that the labrum helps to, um, to enact there to help hold that humeral head in place. And then you have their biceps tendon on the front, which helps a little bit. It's not a lot, but there, it is a small uh, supporting structure on the anterior part of the shoulder. And uh, your, your inferior glenohumeral uh, ligament also helps to support that shoulder anteriorly. So all of these structures can essentially become damaged with an anterior shoulder dislocation. So you need to remember this when you are evaluating that patient because if something comes up and something seems a little funny, you need to um, take that into consideration. They may need an x-ray. They may need an MRI. Um, so there are a lot of things that can happen here when the shoulder dislocates. So what is the typical mechanism of injury? I think this is you know, such a common diagnosis. I think we probably all know this, um, and that is a forced shoulder abduction, external rotation and extension of the arm. So um, you know, maybe uh, you're playing basketball and somebody grabs a hold of that arm while you're going up to do a layup and they take that arm into external rotation, abduction and extension. Um, my son uh, sustained a significant bank art lesion while he was playing tennis uh, and uh, he, he tripped while going backwards, had a foosh type of injury when his arm was externally rotated, abducted and extended. And uh, just the, the axial load of that foosh pushed the humeral head out anteriorly and uh, had a very unstable shoulder after that. I'll actually show you a video of us evaluating him, um, uh, which will be linked in the show notes today. So how do you perform the apprehension, the relocation, and the shoulder release tests? Well, you place the patient in the supine position. You take the shoulder, bring it up to 90 degrees. You keep the elbow at a 90 degree position. Now, I'm not externally rotating the patient yet. I'm first going to tell them that I'm going to be going very slowly with this and let me know what you feel. I don't tell them what is going to be happening because they're going to be apprehensive before you even do it. Okay. So at that point, you are going to slowly start to externally rotate them into what we call the quote unquote pitcher's position. Um, and what we are looking for here is some apprehension uh, from the patient. They might reach toward you with their other hand. They might roll toward you and they might just say, stop, stop, stop. It, you know, it, it feels like it's going to pop out. Um, that is a true apprehension sign. Okay. Now pain alone is not a positive test. And we're going to talk about that uh, in a little bit. 
So the patient, you know, reaches for you or they lunge towards you or they, they have that apprehensive look on their face, you return that arm back to a neutral position. So the shoulder is still at 90 degrees, the elbow is still at 90 degrees, but you're now in a more neutral position and you're not externally rotated, okay? Then what you do is you tell them you're going to put a little pressure down on their humeral head and this is where we get into the, the relocation test and you explain this to them. I'm gonna just take this, the, the, the ball part of the socket, I'm just gonna push it back a little bit and we're gonna do the same test. So you essentially take that humeral head you push it posteriorly, you kind of settle it into the glenoid, and then you externally rotate that arm again into that pitcher's position. And you will notice if they have frank instability of the shoulder, that they're going to be much more comfortable with you getting back there. And they're going to look at you like, wow, you know, I can really get that arm back there a lot better. Ask them how it feels and they feel like it's nice and stable and everything is good. So from there, you can jump right into the shoulder release test, which is simply while they are back there, you slowly take the pressure off that humeral head, let it migrate anteriorly, and they'll have that sense of apprehension again. So you can kind of just put them back in place and then bring that arm back into a neutral position. So that would be your shoulder release test. Sometimes some people will call it the surprise test. I think, you know, doing that is quite a surprise, um, but you do it very cautiously, very deliberately, and you're, you're very slow with this and guarded so that they, they don't, you know, really jump off the table and, um, and you really don't want it to be a big surprise, but you just do it nice and gently and I think you'll be fine with that. Um, so again, do it nice and slow. Now, let's say that you do these tests and the patient doesn't really complain of a lot of apprehension. You don't notice that humeral head migrating forward too much maybe, um, but they complain of pain. They might complain of pain deep in the shoulder, um, sometimes posteriorly, uh, almost like what you would see with an O'Brien test. And you need to be suspicious of a labral tear, okay? And I have seen this time and time again while I'm assessing and doing this exam uh, that we have dis basically discovered more labral tears doing this um, with this test because they have that discomfort but they don't necessarily have the instability. Now they can have both of course um, because when you dislocate that shoulder it's uh, not uncommon to tear the labrum. It, you could uh, sustain a fracture to the greater tubercle. You could fracture, uh, we've seen, I just recently saw a fracture of uh, a glenoid and uh, you can damage the axillary nerve also. And so you need to be cautious and you need to be really assessing this patient and asking the questions about sensation. You look for neurovascular issues um, because these can all occur as a secondary problem to this dislocation. Um, and so what I'll do is I'll also add a video of a patient who had a slap tear and um, you'll take a look at the evaluation. You'll notice that I do the apprehension and relocation test with her. Uh, and it is very positive for pain, but not necessarily for apprehension. Um, and uh, she did have a uh, definitive uh, slap tear, which was repaired and did very well with that. So I'll have those two videos in the show notes for you. So you can take a look at that and see what that looks like on uh, real people. And uh, I think that's kind of the best way to learn. And again, I want to thank all of our patients who allow us to... Um, you know, do these videos 
and help others out there understand how to become better practitioners and, and do better orthopedic assessments uh, of patients. So folks, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Be sure to go over to Apple Podcasts and do a rating and review. It really helps me adjust my podcast and how I perform it. And um, if we need to uh, improve something or uh, if you're liking a, a certain thing, we will continue with that. So I really appreciate all those of you who have given us ratings and reviews. And um, make sure you check us out on orthoevalpal.com. We're always modifying our website, throwing up uh, new content up there like ebooks and uh, courses and whatnot. And uh, be sure to tell uh, all your friends about us and don't forget, be kind to each other and take care. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there. <laughs>